0: Baruch Hashem, we're blessed to be alive. We're blessed to be here. We are blessed. If anyone wants to share any thankfulness, I'm gonna share. I'm so thankful, Baruch Hashem, that I'm here. I'm thankful that we're in Eretz Yisrael. I'm thankful that we're able to be in a beautiful yeshiva. I'm thankful that we're in a base Medrash. I'm thankful that I'm standing up here. I could drink a coffee. I could taste the coffee. I'm thankful, Baruch Hashem, that we're another day standing here learning about life learning about the truth learning about authentic sustainable happiness let alone emotional health by connecting ourselves to reality and the reality is baruch hashem that we're here and the reality is baruch hashem that we're able to talk about we're able to talk about how and we're able to understand how we can have a good life and how we can create a better life for ourselves that we've maybe had and that every day we can upgrade, every day we can try as best as we can to have a better day and to have a great day. And it doesn't matter what you did yesterday, it doesn't matter what you did last night, it doesn't matter what you did a week ago, two weeks ago, or a month ago. What matters is what is in your hand right now. And what is in your hand right now is, is the now. So Hashem should help each and every one of us. HaShem to start off our day, to start off our day with love, to start off our day with forgiveness, to start off our day with acceptance, to start off our day with courage, to start off our day to be able to be vulnerable, to start off our day to be able to be humble, to start off our day to be able to see the good in ourselves, to be able to see the good in each other, and to find it and to search and that ev- today, because that's all we really have. today is really all we have is today. because what do they say today is the tomorrow of yesterday. So it's already tomorrow, You're, it's already tomorrow. So whatever you were waiting for, yesterday's tomorrow. Is yesterday, today is yesterday's tomorrow. tomorrow,
1: tomorrow is yesterday. What do you mean? I'm not, I'm not
0: holding by tomorrow. What do you mean? Today is yesterday's tomorrow. So it's right now tomorrow. Right? Today, it's already... Right? But that's, but that's life. Because we're always waiting for tomorrow. Well, you, you got... Right? That's the one day, day one. I'm waiting for tomorrow to come. And when tomorrow comes, I'm going to change my ways. Well, tomorrow came. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's always, that's the point. Correct. There are seven days in the week, and someday I'm one of them. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that, Yehuda. That's that's right. There are seven days in the week, and someday is not one of them. Wow. Exactly. Beautiful. So now, so now, we will march forward. So we have to just, I'm just thanking Hashem that we have this opportunity. Page 87 in Chavetz Chaim, we're so blessed, we're so blessed that there was a man, there was a, a holy tzaddik like the Chavetz Chaim who came to the world to teach us how to live and to teach us how to love and to teach us how to get out of gullus and to teach us how to have a wonderful family. Isn't that incredible? He's gonna teach us how to be good husbands, and teach us how to be a good worker. He's gonna teach us how to be everything. And it begins with your mouth and the way we speak. Okay, page 87. A a description which can be interpreted as a compliment or an insult. What could be considered Lashon Hara when talking about one person, this is one of my favorites, because this includes, it could be, this will like just be the whole shear today, but we'll see, it's usually, uh, not usually, it's not up to me. Right? It's the way it works. So the description which can be interpreted as a compliment or an insult. For example, for one person it could be a compliment, for another person it could be an insult. You say that Mr. Schwartz learns four hours a day Is that a compliment or is that an insult? So it depends. That's what he's saying. Depends on who Mr. Schwartz is, right? If Mr. Schwartz is a businessman who's at work all day and he is busy all day and he's able to (coughs) go ahead and learn four hours a day, then what?
2: If uh, the person I'm talking to doesn't have doesn't four hours of learning, even if this person, you know, last week learned 24 hours right. a day.
0: Right, that's also true, correct. Yes, that is true. Uh, we're, yes, well said. Yes, Yehuda. If, if, if you're random saying about this person, do you know that he learns four hours a day, so that could be a compliment or it could be an insult. Why is it a compliment? He lear- How about this? He learns, right, he learns for four hours a day. Right, what is saying is, if you're talking to a tzaddik, or you're talking to somebody who knows the I of learning, then of course, you're fine either way. What we're talking about, you're talking to somebody. It could be like misleading, if someone's <laughs> telling me that, and I know that i need to learn more. Right, exactly. Right, correct. So, but if it's someone who is in kolel, or someone who's in yeshiva, or someone who, quote unquote, is supposed to be learning a whole day, and you say, he only learns four hours a day, or he learns four hours a day, then that ends up being Lashon Hara. So what the Chavetz Chaim is telling us is that it's, it's not what you say always, it's in the context of who you're saying it about. It's not just the content. The content is he learns four hours a day. The context is who is it that you are talking about. If you're talking about someone who never learned at all, and you're saying he learned four hours a day, it's like, whoa, that is incredible. If you're talking about somebody who's in yeshiva, who's supposed to be learning, let's say, more. I'm not talking about, you know, I'm saying a yeshiva, that someone's supposed to be learning more, and you say, okay, ah, oh, he's learning four hours a day, then that could be Lashon Hara. It, it also like, like
3: somebody doesn't hold a That's
0: a great question. I don't know. That's a great question. I don't know. Uh, it's good thing I, don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I might cause him. Right, right, right. Meaning you're saying it's gonna. it could be avak lashenar. Meaning you're going to, you're riling the guy up to, to be upset. Right, right. Up, right. Yeah, right. Could be. Yeah, right, could be. Could be. I I don't know. It's a good question. So it doesn't matter what, that, itself, that, that uh what's the meaning for Hashem
3: and general people assume that so Hashem is, is to so a guy. It's a guy, but it also affected Jew because you're not you're not saying that Hashem's in the presence twenty four
0: seven, Yeah, Yeah, it's a good it, it sounds like it sounds like that would be sounds like that would be Lashon Hara. It's not, it's not what
3: good Hara.
0: Correct. It's, it's what it's the person will, will, will receive will it. Mean. Right, right, correct. Uh, again, I, I, meaning to say to somebody that this guy is, is uh, learning Torah, he's keeping shop as he is, and the guy's like, uh, I don't know if you have to worry about a, a guy who has no shite, you know what I mean? But you're right, it could cause, it's so going to cause. Right, right, Torah where it's
3: something that, that some people say, like, should, like you're married, you shouldn't right, right. You right. so.
0: yeah, yeah, good, good. It's a good horror. It's a good hara. Okay, the next... So say, more share. Come on. Yeah,
3: it's, it's, uh, <laughs> one who speaks nightly, the of uh, Hashem El...
0: el, Hashem el will be talking
3: about his children, personifies that he is unafraid of the...
0: Um, Omnipotent. Omnipotent Omnip- Hashem. Hashem. Right? right. Beautiful.
3: Right. You're not accepting, you're not accepting,
0: you necessarily bringing it into your life. Correct. You're not in a solid relationship because you're not, you're not like coming your side of it. You know? Beautiful, beautiful. Shukayach Mori, shukayach. Yes. Yes, thank you. Okay, he has another example, right? You say that Mr. So-and-so gave a donation of, right, $20 to the Meshulach, right? He gave $20. So it depends who you're talking about. If the person doesn't make a lot of money and he gave $20, then it's a compliment. But if you say, oh, he gave $20 to the mashulach and the guy is a very, very wealthy guy, so even though you said the same exact statement, but since it could be, depends who you're talking about, then it would end up being Lashon Hara. Okay. Question, comments? And I guess then we're moving on to the Sil Yes.
3: How much a guy gave.
0: The guy may not want it to be more people's income Yeah, yeah, I remember No, here we stop You're saying you're talking to your friends and you're saying how much this guy gave. You're not saying it had to somebody else who's collecting money. Not saying it about someone else who's collecting money. You're saying... You're saying, if, if you're saying
3: want hundred thousand
0: dollars that. He gave Yes, you're not, allowed to reveal, you're not allowed to reveal any secret. It's not, not a secret. I know
3: you're, you're just, my opinion is people should know you
0: don't know. Right, so that's what Rabzev's talking about. If you, it's, You're not always allowed to say to, to, to somebody that someone gives a lot of money because then people are going to go, you might not want people to go uh, get money from him or to take a loan. Oh, he lends out a lot of money. He lent me a lot of money. That might be Lashon Hara. If you say, this guy lent me money, because then he right, so doesn't want... I'm
3: not, I'm not saying the example of money. An example of <coughs> something that someone did, which is a positive thing. No lush and Hara. Right. But for him, specifically...
0: No he might thing, not like it. I don't
3: it. like it. Is not liking a, yes. a, some
0: individual... Yes, sure. Not only that, if someone comes over to you and tells you, please don't yes. tell so someone something... That's not malish, now. that's a secret. That's but that's secret. part of it. That's, that's, also, that's also, you're not allowed to, yeah. When I was Lashen you're not allowed to say he Chavetz Chaim says it. Why? Because you're hurting. What's the point? You're hurting, you're hurting that person. You're. You're. He doesn't want you to say it, and you're saying it. Even whatever secret it might be. Whatever secret it might be. If he. And even if he doesn't tell you that I don't want you to say it, if you could assume that it could be he doesn't want you to say it, then you also can't say it. <coughs> if a person has to be very careful with that. Basi- basically, basically, a person has to be very careful about how he talks (laughs) bottom line is you can't just say what you think you can say you have to be very very careful what comes out of your mouth now obviously as we've said many times a lot of it depends on who you're speaking with if you're speaking to somebody that you're trying to grow and you have to understand yourself and you're talking to a close friend you're talking to a Rebbe you're talking to someone then you could talk things out because you're doing that not just to you know, bash somebody and for someone to <coughs> to join your your misery, rather, it's natural thing that people want to express themselves. So if you're able to listen to somebody, express himself and not just jump on and say, "Yeah, yeah, yeah," and, and rile him up for the negativity, that's something that a person's able to do. Okay. Yeah:
1: Yeah. <coughs> my wife was in the hospital last week and then she called me up on Friday, and she said, Now I know why I was here because there was some, some uh, old man was brought to the hospital and his wife was there. Their kids didn't make it there and he was there while she was, left, he was in the room there. Right. And my wife came out early morning. She met this lady that her husband's sitting there and he died. So she said she was there to be able to comfort him. Wow. Her. So. She's like, you know, I'm in the hospital. You look like that. You look like, thank God, Shem, that I'm able to help other people. Even in the hospital, wow. you can help another person. Wow, 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 wow. That's- Did you guys hear that story? You. Everyone must
0: hear this story. Now
1: she's on the way. On the way. Them, right? So my wife was in the so hospital. Is what?
0: Say it louder. Everyone's got to hear this story. Loud.
1: The yeah, yeah, stand up. Say it. <laughs> Okay, my wife was in the hospital last week and she went, in, she went in the hospital on Thursday, she called me up Friday morning, she said, now I know why I'm in the hospital, because, I and mean, she had to go for a medical thing, but she, she, she said that there was this old lady, she came out like 5 o'clock in the morning, she came out to the whatever area, and she sees this, old, this woman sitting there and her husband was in, the, was in the room where they were trying to resuscitate him, resuscitate, whatever it is, he was, he was dying. And he ended up, it was after a half hour, he was Nifter, the husband. And uh, this lady was there by herself, So, this older woman. So later her son came, but she was there. My wife was able to be there and comfort her. She went in the room to, to see her husband. Anyways, so when I said, look, you're, you're in the hospital. You could be like, oh, what am, what am I doing over here? Why am I sick? And whatever it is. And you could say, oh, you could also help other people. Even in such yeah. a situation, said, look at the positive. We're able to help other people. Even in such a, such wow. a
0: unbelievable which is, a, which is an amazing segue to what we're going to talk about today what we're going to talk about today from the Ramchal as we left off yesterday so Hashem should help us all to be able to see the positive to not speak any Lashon Hara to only see the good in each other to see the good in ourselves and that as Ripsim Charab always says don't just have a good day but create a good day create a good day Learn to see the positive, learn. And even if you see the negative, it's okay. Look and search to see the positive. So we and all of will be B'Zochet to that today and, and always, Emir We left off yesterday talking about love and relationships and because that's where we're in right now in the Ramchal and the Mesir Zisharim where there are two pillars for as a Jew to be able to live as a Jew properly. The first pillar is the pillar of Yira. Yira, as in having this relationship, having this re'iya, having this ability to talk to Hashem, having this ability to honor what Hashem asks from us, for a person to be humble and to realize that it's not my world, as we said, the quote, from the husband, for actually from the wife, that my husband and I got divorced uh, because of religious differences. He thought he was God and I didn't, right? So when a person thinks that he's God and a person thinks that it's my world, all Averis, all Averis come, all, all of falls come to a person when he says, it's all about Anochi, it's all about me. As one of the Tzaddikim ones, someone came to the door and knocked on his door and he said, Who's there? He says, It is I. And he didn't open up. He says, There's no, it is I. There's only one I. And that I is Hashem. There's only one Enochi. And when a person struggles in his life and he thinks, It's all about me. It's all about me. I've said this to you. I think I remember hearing this about 20 years ago that they said the, the uh, most common word used on the telephone. Is the word I. I. This is going back 20, 30 years ago. They took, a, however, they did it. The, 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 great, the word that is used the most is I. Right, one of the meisim of the tzaddikim, a big tzaddik who someone wrote him that letter, and he wrote him a letter about all of his problems and problems and problems, and the Rebbe sent back the letter circling the word I, 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 and he said, That's your problem. Your problem isn't the problem. You're the problem. The problem is you have an ego too big enough for yourself. All relationships, and as Mayer said the other day, which is so beautiful, is that humility is not that you think less of yourself. Humility is not that you think less of yourself, but rather you think of yourself less. It's a big difference. It's not that you think less of People think, oh, so I can't have self-care. I can't have self-care. I have to be totally selfless. No. The healthier you are is the more you care for yourself. And you take care of yourself in order so that you can be a provider, in order that you can be a giver, in order that you can smile at somebody to build your happiness from within, to build your good feelings from within, so that you can overflow to the people around you, so you can have positive energy around you. So you can be that light for other people. So my world versus God's world is always going to be a challenge because the truth is, it's Hashem's world. And the more a person is able to humble himself and the more a person is able to listen for the messages that Hashem is giving us and the more a person can say, what is it that Hashem wants from me? What is it that Hashem... Uh, who is the one who said that? Um, who said that when we were talking? He said that that, that us, Was that you, Mayor? Who said that people think that from Remailach, yeah. that Hispodidus is not necessarily going in a forest, being alone, and finding out what Hashem wants from me. It's interacting with people. Because when you interact with people, you hear what it is that Hashem wants from you. Whether I have to work on this, whether I have to work on that. When you see something... In, in, in another person, it's, it's really you, as the Baal Shem Tov says, whatever you see in another person is really you, and that comes to be good also. When you see negative in a person, it means that really you're negative, or whatever you're seeing in them, and it works the same with positive. When you see something beautiful in a person, that means that you have that beauty inside of <coughs> you as well. So Hashem has given us the gift of pokeach Ivrim to open up our eyes. That's the beauty of our yeshiva. The beauty of our yeshiva is the fact that everyone is so unique, and we celebrate the uniqueness. We celebrate every individual because that is what true achdus is. What true achdus and oneness is not that everybody is the same. Loving somebody is not that he agrees with me, like we said from the Apter of yesterday. Love is not you agree with me. That means I love me if you agree with me. Love is that you disagree with me. And I respect your opinion. And I accept and I want to learn to understand your opinion. That's what love is. Says the Ramchal. The Ramchal says, Mifchan ava azos ha'dochik When is relationships? When are relationships tested? When relationships are tested, not when things are going well. Relationships are not tested when things are going well. Relationships are tested when things are not going well. If you're going out with your friends, you have a chevra, and everybody is having a good time, that doesn't mean you're a strong chevra. A strong group of people is when you get into fights. And you fight with each other. And you argue with each other. But at the end, you're able to hug each other. And you're able to respect each other. And you're able to figure things out. And you're able to say, I'm sorry. You're able to be machnia yourself. That's where relationships are built. Okay, we like the good times because we're normal. We're human. We like everything to be good. But says the tzaddik, says the ramchal, the Mivchana Abazos, and I've said this many times, a person sometimes, Embarks on a mission Many times a person can embark he says okay. I came to Israel. I came to Israel I'm going to have this type of year. I came back for a second year. I came back for a third year I came back for a fourth year. I'm here the first time and what happens suddenly I have obstacles Suddenly I have walls in front of me. It's not what I thought it was going to be things are difficult for me so the The test of how much you're able to really be committed to your goals is, am I going to turn around? Am I going to go ahead and I'm going to say, oh, I have this challenge. I started this new project. I started this new learning goal. I started this new commitment, and I fell a little bit. Things are not going my way. Am I going to just leave it in the dust because things are hard? Or when the going get tough, the tough get going? Or am I going to be a person who's going to show my commitment to whatever it is that my goal is? The test, says the Ramchal, of the love and your relationship with Hashem, is bizman hadochek vatsara. As it says, Vahaftas Hashem lokecha b'chol even if he takes away your soul. U even if he takes away your money. Whatever Hashem does, I'm able to be committed to Him. He says, Shalom, and then He gives two beautiful examples how a person is able to go through it. And listen to what He says. So again, the macro of this and the basic concept is all relationships to strengthen come when things are not going so well, and when things are not going so well, am I able to continue that relationship? Am I able to tap in? Am I able to initiate myself whatever I need to initiate in that relationship, right? Many of us have a challenge, let's say, with our parents. Many of us have a challenge with with our parents, whatever it might be. The mivchan, the test of your relationship and how much you want to have a relationship and how much you're taking responsibility is when it is hard to have a relationship with your parents. When it is hard to have a conversation with your father, to have a conversation with your mother. And what do you do anyway? You call anyway. You call to say good Shabbos. You call to, to say happy birthday. You call to say how are you doing? I don't want to. It's difficult for me. I don't, I'm, I'm not comfortable with it. That is how a person strengthens a relationship, and those are the hardest things to do. When you're upset at somebody, when you're upset at your roommate, when someone said something negative to you, when you're upset at someone, and to go over to that person anyway, and to say, hey, how you doing? To forgive somebody. That's what makes a person, and that's what helps a person to establish the love. That's how you love people. That's how you love yourself. You, I'll get you, to you in a sec because I just want to end off with this last thing. That's how you love yourself. How do you love yourself? You love yourself when you forgive yourself. You love yourself when you say, you know what? I messed up. You know what? I'm not what I thought I, I, I am. You make yourself vulnerable to say, you know what? I'm not exactly, not exactly perfect. But you know what? I'm going to stick with myself. I'm going to work with myself. That's true love. Love yourself doesn't mean, okay, I'm going to drink a beer, I'm going to chill out. That's not loving yourself. Loving yourself is that I'm going to continue to accomplish the things that I set out to accomplish, even though I failed. Even though it's hard for me. Even though things are difficult for me. That's Loving yourself. Just like when things are hard for you from Hashem, which we're going to talk about in a second. But you say, it doesn't matter. I'm going to in anyway. I'm not going to point fingers. When you start pointing fingers at yourself, when you point fingers at yourself, and you beat yourself up, right? we've said this many times, the people closest to you, you hurt the most. You're closest to yourself. So you'll hurt yourself the most. You'll say things to yourself You'll say things in your head about yourself that are terrible. That's not loving yourself. That's not developing a relationship with yourself. When things, If a guy has a hard day, if a guy has a hard day, you have a hard day, how do you communicate to yourself? Do you tell yourself, you beat yourself up, or you say, tomorrow's going to be a better day? I'm going to make it a better day tomorrow. It's okay. Maybe I needed a break. It's okay. Not that you're in denial. Not that you're in denial but the fact that you're working with yourself. Okay, yeah, Yehuda, question, comments?
3: Um, so,
2: ah, yeah, so when, when it comes to a uh, person, right, so if they do something that I don't like, so for me to you know, stick with like, my main things and my goals and to be able to like, have that conversation and to forgive and, and to point the finger at myself, so, so I have somewhere to, like, like look, you know, like inside myself to say that that it's me that's just you know reacting in like a negative way. Right. But when it comes to like Hashem, like because because we know so well how well Hashem knows us, so when He does something that might cause somebody pain, so sometimes I feel like like there's not really anywhere. Where I could kind of go, you know, like mentally to be able to, to say, oh, like this one is like on me, but like, let's like work it out. Let's talk it through when it comes to when I'm It's giving me a painful
0: time. Beautiful. Great question. Great question. You, you What Yehuda is saying is that, um, I think, and tell me if, correct me if I'm if I'm not saying it The way the way you're asking it is that he's saying when you when you have a relationship with a person and and that person mistreats you or something (laughs) happens, so then you can go inside of yourself and find how you can see the good or you can and and, and then
2: and then walk out with a strong relationship. Walk out with a strong relationship.
0: As opposed to Hashem He's saying Hashem knows my feelings. What were you saying, Hashem?
2: Yeah, like Hashem knows, knows all my thoughts and, like, all my emotions, like, in my heart. Like, He knows me so well.
0: Right, so He knows me so well, and therefore?
2: And therefore, like, when He's going to cause me when, when 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 I have something happening in my life, which is very painful, so how am I supposed to, like, approach, like, the situation of, like, of, like, no, like, I'm going to, like, refuse to allow this to get in the way of our relationship, I'm like I'm gonna try to figure out how to like, you know, kind of like, you know, get over it. You know, that it'll only build out a relationship to have a conversation, let's say. But but how am I supposed to do that with somebody who did something on such a deep level of pain? Because they know exactly how I'm gonna react to it, and and they know where I'm holding like in that area, and then they do it kind of anyways. Which I guess is like any kind of pain that might come in life, which is right. my channel. Right. So so how can I use this right. to like strengthen my relationship in a painful time with Hashem
0: Right. Right. Is that, that yeah, yeah, yeah I think sense? so, yeah. So yeah, Moshe, you want to say something? Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Great question. I I, I think you yeah. something to I you have something? To say. No, you go first.
3: When that a uh, bad thing happens to have a better relationship with Hashem, to understand as bad as it is, to maybe understand and stop and think for a second that, you know, it is for a reason. You know, I can, you know, can make the best of it, I can make the worst of it, but if you understand, it's for the reason. It's for the best, you know. You can understand it's for the best, and just somehow let it go. It's the best option.
0: Yeah. Beautiful
3: emotion. Yeah. Beautiful. I mean,
0: what, so I, so I, I, I want to, yes, Yeah, Go I ahead.
3: think the key is for us not to think we're in control. And when, when we think we're in control, Hashem says, don't do your thing. But the second, surre- surrendering is the biggest control. If you try to control a relationship, it's going to blow in your face. You see many people, who they chase after a girl. And usually it doesn't end well because they think we're in control. So the Yesayi the Yesayi success, is not being in control. And then he says, OK, I'll take care of you.
0: OK, beautiful. Yes, Tovi? I did
3: have a question, guys, and you got started. Um, it sounds like it's a detailed explanation of, of just us and Hashem and the difference between that world and you know, this physical world. And like, when you look at it like that, right, with, that, with uh, the back of, of what you're saying, Hashem's so just seeing how also said, how creative are we getting because there is no wiggle room in that sense. If Hashem really does know where my intentions come from, pass it aggressively, and then I'm trying to find that, and he already knows, then that means that you're only stuck with that level of creativity. It's the only thing left. And that's why we got such an open world on this world where when you're living in that sense. And that's that fine line of just this world and the world you don't understand, which is beautiful. really at that point.
0: I have another question. Okay, shikov. Beautiful, (laughs) beautiful, Dobi. I I just want to add, I think it's very, very important. The Ramchal is going to address what Yehuda is saying. Is that, first of all, everything that you said needs to be expressed to Hashem. Which means when you have a relationship, and firstly with Hashem, when you have a relationship, you could say to Hashem, You know me, Hashem. You know what I can handle. You put me in this situation. You know what my level of, of uh, you, know, uh, you know, what I could, you know, when I'm going to break. You know that I'm in pain. Why are you putting me through pain? What is it that you want from me? The first step is to accept the pain. The first step is to live in the pain. The first step is to talk to Hashem and say, I'm in pain. The first step is to express myself and say, I don't like this pain. Why are you doing this to me? It doesn't make sense that you're doing this to me. I'd like you to show me how I can get through something like this. Then, a person can do the madriga, I think, what Moshe is saying and what Dovi is saying, to say, as the Ramchal is going to teach us, is that, Kolman as Rabbi Byron was saying about his wife, here he's saying that even in the hospital, Even in the hospital, a person can find the silver lining of why he's going through that. But what happens many times is we skip that step and we run to the step of, oh, everything Hashem does is good, which is true. I know that in my mind. But if you really have a relationship with Hashem and you really, and when I say relationship, what I mean is you really have open communication with Hashem which means you feel comfortable to be open with Hashem, to say, Hashem, I am very, this is hard for me, this is painful for me. Could you please everything you said, I would say to Hashem over and over and over, over and over and over again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then a person could say, and by the way, Hashem, I know that everything you do for me is beautiful, but I live in this world. <laughs> I live in this world. I live in this. You know, they say the pshat is a beautiful pshat. They say I heard this shame, um, Yeah, I'll say it. Call call Omer Daver b'shem Maybe Gulul Oilam. I heard this from Rabbi Yeager in Shayashev who heard it from Rabbi Shmuel Birnbaum. Rabbi Shmuel Biranbaum Zatzal, when he lost his uh, a child of his, so someone came. To be menachem him, or when he was menachem someone, I don't know the exact details. <laughs> and obviously he was in pain. Nobody should know. al litzlon. And someone said the pshat that why was it when the malachim were crying for Yitzchak? Right. It says that Yitzchak's um, became blind because by the akeda, by the akeda. Um, what was it, that Avram shed a tear and it fell into the, to the eyes of Yitzchak by the Akedah and that's why Yitzchak became blind. And Chazal say that the Malachim opened up the Shamayim and they went ahead and they, and they cried. So the question is, where do they have to open up the Shamayim to look down at the earth? Where do they open up the Shamayim? So he said, the pshat's like this, he says, In the real world, in the ulama MS, everything is all good. Everything that happens to a person is beautiful, is beautiful, is beautiful. And the malachim know that. The malachim know that everything is perfect and perfect and perfect. Of course. Everything that happens to us is all good, is all good, is all good. But what did the malachim do? They opened up the heavens and they came into this world. Once you come into this world, This world, it's not so clear that all is good. Things are very, very, very difficult. So therefore the malachim shed a tear because they understood from our perspective there's pain. And that's something that we have to accept. Something, when a person goes to a big tzaddik, right? Anyone who's ever been to a real big tzaddik, what happens is you go to a tzaddik and you tell him that you're going through something, the first thing he does it's not going to be like, "Oh, it's all from Hashem, what are you worried about?" The first thing he does is he feels your pain. The first thing he does is he's with you. And then he says, "Oh, we know that whatever you're going through is all from Hashem." First is the empathy. First it's understanding that, that I'm human. Hashem, like you said, Yehuda, understands that we're human. Hashem is the one who made us human. Hashem is the one who gives us the pain. Hashem is the one who wants us for whatever reason, like the doctor, as the Ramchal says. You go to a doctor, right? When you're much younger, it's much harder. He gives you a shot, you bring your kids. It's one of the hardest things. in to Hashem, you'll see. Amir Hashem, one of the hardest things in the world to do is to bring your little kids to the doctor, and the doctor's going to give your child a shot, and the kid has no clue what's going on. So you're hurting me, you're hurting me, you're hurting me. A person goes, to an operation, Right? You would beat up the doctor. What are you taking out a knife and you're cutting me? What are you going ahead and you're, you're, you're hurting me? Well, what's the pshat? You buy the doctor a present. You hug the doctor. You have such hakaras You have such thanks for the doctor. Why? Because the doctor is making you feel better. So says the Ramchal, of course, of course we don't understand why we go through this. We don't understand why I grew up like this. We don't understand why my father's like this, my mother's like this, why I had to go through what I, whatever I had to go through. And you know what? You might never understand it till after 120, but when we have emuna and we know that Hashem is there for us as the Kleisenberger Rebbe, the Kleisenberger Rebbe lost his wife and 11 children in the Holocaust. We can't imagine murdered by the Nazis, we can't imagine what that is. And someone asked his wife, someone asked his wife recently, I heard this a few years ago, someone asked his wife, what did the Rebbe do after the war? He was busy burying dead bodies. He was busy, which was very dangerous, very dangerous. Uh, The Person could, could die from the diseases. He was burying, he set up yeshivas, he set up Torah, he was stronger and stronger. Here Hashem delivered him the biggest blow anyone could be delivered destroyed his wife, his family, besides all the things he saw. So they asked his wife, and then he built in Eretz Yisrael, whatever, the klezimagoreba, we could talk for days about the klezimagoreba. And he built up, and he built up, and he built up. And they they asked his wife, how was he able to do that? How was he able to go ahead after all the pain and the suffering? So the woman told the person, he says, did you ever love somebody so much that they can do no wrong? Did you ever love somebody so much that they could do no wrong? Yeah. So he says, that's the relationship that Berger Rebbe had with Hashem. When, yes, things are difficult. Yes, people go through things. Yes, people go through things on a daily basis. People are born, people have gone through abuse. People have gone through, through teachers, and people go through, through, through many terrible things. Mm-hmm. But when a person knows that I could call this out to Hashem, when a person can say to Hashem, why? Help me understand. Help me understand how I can better myself. Help me understand why you did this to me. Help me understand how I can learn from this. Hashem shows us the way. Question, comments, please. Yes, Dovi. I, was wondering I,
3: before I said, uh, just to back what said. Just to a little clarity on it. When someone comes to Yeshiva and they see these walls, how come, like, it's not, you why know, is that all of a sudden a given? a given? It's guaranteed? Yes, is it it's guaranteed.
0: It's not nope, not possible. So you're talking know, about specifically answer. yeshiva or you're talking about life in general? Hear, well, yeshiva, the reason there's so many walls that go up to a person when he comes to yeshiva is because the Yetzirah has one agenda with everybody here in this yeshiva. Don't be successful. You want to go make money, go back to America, go to college and make money, you could be successful. That's fine. That's fine. He's not going to fight you as much on that. To fight you how to be honest with yourself, to fight you to have a relationship with Hashem, to fight you to come to Masil Shisharim, to fight you to learn about life, to talk about anxiety, to learn how to work on yourself, to learn Torah, to Davin, to connect to the most important thing in the world. There's one thing in the world the Etzahar doesn't want. And that's that. Guys go ahead and they can sleep a lot in yeshiva and then they go get a job. Oh, so what do they say? The reason is because of money. That's not the reason. Because It's not so much on well, whether you're going to make money or have a job, it's not the end of the world. But if I'm going to be in yeshiva, then you know what, I'm going to marry someone differently. My children <coughs> are going to be different. I might actually be involved in a, in, a, in, a, in a shul. How many guys can say they went to yeshiva and they ended up changing their whole entire life, which means your olam haba, means everything. So that's why when people come to yeshiva, they think, okay, I'm off the plane, I got my suitcases, I got my agenda. Suddenly the Ye-Sahara comes stronger than ever. Of course, of course. And it doesn't stop after first year. It continues in second year, and it continues in third year. As long as you're in yeshiva, as long as you're trying to work on yourself, I guarantee you that the Sahara will come and he'll attack as much as he can. Obviously, Baruch Hashem, you have safety in the Beis Medrash. This We're in the table. Once you make it in here, you're pretty much okay. That's already step one. More than step one. You're, you're, you're far, far down the road. Okay, question, comments about Ahava? Because then we're going go to go to the next step in Ahaba. So to have a relationship with Hashem... Ahava is to recognize that when things are difficult for me it's not going to turn me the other way, it's going to turn me towards him to express that and to know that everything you're doing for me is good, I just don't see it right now, as Moshe said like a doctor who gives a refuel, like a doctor who who operates on somebody even though it seemingly is a cruel thing to do for a doctor to take out a knife and to, to cut a person. But the purpose is only for our good. So, so too any challenges that we go through is really Hashem showing us the love. Anything you've been through. When you get a little bit older, it's sometimes easier to see because you look back <coughs> more and you're able to see that the pain that you went through is what helped create who you are. The challenges that you have had and that you grew up with are really things that will help you in your future. Yes, Shlaimi. Good morning, Ravi. Good morning, Shlaimi.
2: Um I think the person needs to stress more on allowing himself to ask why and feel the pain. Because it's very cute to say, oh, it's all from Hashem, and go for it and then feel pain next week again, Correct. then you bust. Correct. A million percent.
0: So correct.
2: Not, I know everything is from Hashem, but feel the pain and, and, and work through it. it. Right. That's what Hashem wants you to do. He correct. It to ask you why. Is it Correct.
0: Not, correct.
2: We're not the of Rebbe. You know? Correct. Correct. Um,
0: I agree. Yeah. And, and also, we're not the Klesvim of the Rebbe. And just remember, we also didn't go through what the Klesvim of the Rebbe went through. people did go through what no, he went through and came no. back and not I thought this is why Hashem does. Uh, correct, so. correct. But I'm just saying, again, I'm not going to the Holocaust because that we have no shaykhs to But what I'm saying is that a lot of it is perspective also. A lot of it is perspective to say, to say what is, and, and, and I agree with you. I just want to say, and what Shalami is saying, is that it's not a contradiction to say to Hashem, I don't understand. And Adaraba, passive-aggressive, When you argue with someone, at least you're getting somewhere. When you're, as Dovi says, when there's passive-aggressive, which means you don't say anything, and we don't have a relationship, and you walk around grumpy all day, so that is worse than a person saying, Hashem, you're making it hard for me. Why are you making it hard for me? A person who lives like that is very connected to Hashem. Obviously, if he's grumpy on that, then he's really not... Dealing with it. Most people who are grumpy and walking around negative, it means that they're not dealing. When people are dealing with things, that is when they are happy. Even if they're dealing with something that's difficult, but since I'm dealing with it, and I'm in it, and I realize, why, Hashem? Why are you doing this to me? What do you want from me? Why would you give me all this pain? Help me. And if a person would do that consistently... And a person would really be dedicated he will find the answer what we usually do is we sort of mix ourselves it is from hashem it's not from hashem i do feel the pain i don't feel the pain somewhere we'll end up with nothing we don't have hashem and we don't experience the pain yeah beautiful yes mayor a little bit off topic. Isn't everything relative? what do you mean Someone About evaluating how much pain someone goes through. Everybody is different. Correct. Right? So the closer member has his uh, strengths. Right. And he was able to pull through them. So Correct. You can't
3: say that he has more
0: pain than some. Could you? you well, well, yes. I mean, the pain of losing 11, Hashemi of losing 11 children and a wife is very different than the pain of uh, the air conditioner from my roommate is a little bit. You know he likes it 18, and I like it 20, and therefore I'm not getting off the shot. Hashem, why you doing this? So there is there is relative, but let's right, let's let's put it out on the table, right? Person saying, oh, oh, things aren't exactly the way I need them to be, versus a person, uh, you know. Yeah, correct, correct, correct. correct. I, I agree with you, Mayor. Well, he's not a, no, no, he, no. He, what Mayor is saying is that if you have a guy who's not equipped to deal with his roommate, uh, uh, you know, changing the temperature, then then it could be more. I don't know if the word's painful, but it'll, it'll be more difficult for him to get over it than uh, the Kleisenberger Rebbe getting over something. Yes, yes, that could be. But the truth is, that, that could be. The truth is that that's something that a person has to. Check with himself, correct. Most of the time, there is, a, there is a more or less a framework parameter of, you know, a graph, a graph exactly, of, of appropriate pain and inappropriate pain, right? If somebody goes ahead and, and goes crazy, this is what happens, right? Your kid spills something at the table, right? And a parent loses his mind or her mind, okay? So if you analyze that, that is crazy. I mean, you have a five-year-old kid who spilled the orange juice all over the table and you throw a fit. That, 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 that might be crazy, but I've been there. I don't know if I've thrown a fit, but I've been angry and I've been upset at my kid spilling. Uh, when I think about it, I'm embarrassed to say that I was angry, but I'm human and I get angry at stupid things. Or I get angry, which is... OK, the next step we're going to talk about is that even without this, a, a, a warrior, a warrior, a true warrior, doesn't even need to take into account. Dovi, you like this. A true warrior doesn't even need to take into the account Hashem's cheshben, which means like this. To everyone, to your common folk, says the Ramchal, You have to say, oh, everything he's doing is for good. I have that in mind. A real warrior doesn't even think like that. He gets excited when there's a challenge. And when he has a challenge and things are not going his way, not only does he not get upset, but he gets excited. He gets excited that he's able to prove. He's able to prove his loyalty. And he's able to prove his dedication in that relationship. You're able to prove that even though, even though my mother asks me the craziest thing to do, even though my father might tell me the craziest things or expect the craziest things, even if my friend expects the craziest thing, even if my wife expects the craziest things, I can't wait to do it for her. I can't wait to do it for them. Why? because then I get to show them how much I love them. And I'm not waiting for anything back. I'm not looking for anything back. All I'm looking for is an ability to show my love. That obviously is a very high level, but that's the level of true love to somebody, is that you're not even waiting to get the love back. You're waiting to prove and to show that love. And that, by the way, that works with davening, That works with learning. That works with anything that you're dealing with. Anything that you're dealing with. When you have a wall that comes up, when you have an obstacle, Dovi, as you were saying, when you have walls coming up, whether it's emotional walls, whether it's intellectual walls, whether it's financial walls, whether it's spiritual walls that come up, you're gonna ask yourself one question. Is that wall going to push me away? Or that wall is going to encourage me to break through. And as we say, as I'll end off, most of the time, and this is the challenge that a lot of us have, most of the time, if you're not truly working on yourself, and you're not on top of your game, so to speak, and you're not focused on what your goals are, you're going to have a very difficult time when those walls come up. If you are not making yourself the type of person that I'm going to get what I want to get. I'm going to clarify my goals. My goal of this year in Yeshiva is X, Y, and Z. That's the first thing you have to do. First you have to make your goals. And then you make your goal and you say, no matter what, nothing will stop me. And usually once you make the goal, this thing comes and that thing comes and starts challenging you and starts asking you, how bad do you want it? Those obstacles want to challenge and say, How bad do you really want to accomplish what it is that you set yourself? Is it a dream? What do they say? Someone dreams, that's why well, well, I'll end off with that. As the Punavich Arov was standing in B'nai with nothing there in a the desert, and he says, Oh, I'm dreaming to make this a Makum Torah. I'm dreaming. They laughed at him. They laughed at him. They laughed in his face. You're dreaming? Huh? Right, what do they say? A negative person finds a problem to every solution. You're dreaming. You're dreaming, they laughed at him. He says, yes, I'm dreaming, but I don't sleep. Yes, I'm dreaming, but I don't sleep. So you might have all your goals, you might have all your things that you want to accomplish, but if you just want those goals to just appear, they're not (laughs) gonna appear, you're just dreaming. But if a person says, it doesn't matter, I'm gonna reach that goal, doesn't matter if my roommate's doing it. Doesn't matter if that's what the chevra's is doing. Doesn't matter if that's what's popular. Doesn't matter if I have a lot of naysayers. Sayers. People are going to say, You're not going to do it. But? No, yeah. Yeah. Moshe. Hashem should help us all. We should all be Zocha, each and every one of us. We should be Zocha to love. We should be Zoha to know what love, true love is. We should be Zoha to love ourselves. We should be Zoha to believe in ourselves. We should be Zoha to do as best as we can to make our goals, to stick to our goals. And no matter what obstacle comes our way, to be able to persevere. As we said the quote, winners are not people who don't fail. Winners are people who don't quit. Winners are not people who don't fail. Winners are people who don't quit. Don't quit in your relationship with Hashem. Oh, you failed? It's okay. Keep on going and you'll get it. Hashem yeah. should help us all. And remember, smash your rearview mirrors. Today is the first day of the rest of your life. Have a wonderful day, everybody.
3: Sammy.